0: hi everybody and welcome to my podcast and today we're going to cover a topic that i suppose probably one of the most common questions i get asked and it's how fast i can lose weight so i think today's podcast um, is going to be based around aggressive dieting and i suppose aggressive dieting done safely so um yeah stay tuned and let's get ready to find out all the facts about fast weight loss and how safely you can do it welcome everybody and we're going to discuss a topic today that i absolutely love and i love hearing people's reactions to this because it's something we all want you know as women don't look there's not there's hardly a woman out there does not want to lose weight super fast who doesn't who doesn't want to cut their diet in period in half and get rid of the weight faster? Of course we do, because we see diets as miserable, you know, oh my god this is going to be an absolute drudge, I couldn't be bothered doing this, I know I have to do it, so if you can do it in a quicker amount of time, you know, plus it's really really motivating when you lose weight fast, it tends to drive people on to their longer term goals much quicker and with much more motivation. So. When you tell people that, yes, you can lose weight fast, you know, can it be done safely? Yes, it can, but, but, and here's the big but, you probably would be better getting a coach if you're looking to lose weight um, fast. And I think it's important as well to understand and, and to, to basically you know, thrash out the myth about fast weight loss because it certainly goes it goes against the dogma of most fitness concepts, most health concepts. And it's like an old wives tale that's been bandying around for years. Oh, if you lose weight fast, you'll regain it fast. You'll rebound. Um, you'll end up heavier than you were even before you started the diet. And I know such and such and she lost the weight and she put it all back on. So She lost it far too quick. Sure, aren't you better losing it slower and then you'll keep it off slower. But look, here's the facts, folks. You know, all the research is telling us the very, very opposite than that. You know, and there are incredibly safe ways and incredibly successful ways to lose weight fast, but more importantly, keep it off. So today, I think I want to put dispel that myth first and foremost, and to let you all know that, yes, this can be done, but there are a few buts definitely worth getting a coach to supervise you, a qualified nutritionist who will supervise you whilst you're doing this. And is it for everybody? No, it certainly is not. I use it with my clients, but I cherry pick the clients who I use it with. It's certainly not for anybody who has a poor relationship with food, certainly not for anybody who has an eating disorder or has an eating disorder in the past. Um, you know, it's, it's not for people who, you know, who are maybe already lean already. You know, I, I think if you have a little bit of weight to lose and your body fat's up a bit higher, yes. You know, um, and I am very, very selective who I do this with. So when we talk about fast weight loss, what is fast weight loss? So you'll be you're, you're looking at losing, you know, two, two and a half pounds a week. To me, that's, that's, that's fast weight loss because a pound of fat equals 3500 calories. And when you're losing two pounds of fat, now we're talking fat here, not weight loss. There's weight loss and fat loss. Weight loss can be taken into consideration. Things like your lean body mass, your muscle, um, you know, fluid. We're talking, we're talking fat here. So you're looking at two pound, two and a half pound, maybe three pound again, depending on your starting weight. Um, It's all relative, but I know um, people are still hardwired into the old myth about, you know, rebound and, and fear that you'll never sustain this low level of calories or it's unsustainable. But there are a few caveats to dieting. You don't have to diet for twelve weeks straight on a super aggressive low deficit. Um, you know, there's little bits of um, what I would say flexibility. You know, dispersed throughout the program. I know. I certainly employed different tactics to break it up, um, and and again, a lot of the failure in the past is more to do with the diet setup. You know, like liquid diets, protein only. You know, shakes, stupid, crazy things. So, it's to it's to do with the structure and the way it's designed as well. And it's really important that that we take um, optimum nutrition. Uh, you know as one of the the main uh, the main priorities here so um, yeah, I've done it. I've, I've definitely done it with clients and it works really, really well. And yes, they've all kept it off. And this is the thing. And I've been speaking with a few coaches recently and we've been discussing this and they're telling me the same thing. You know, maybe it's the fact that they have cherry-picked the clients who they know. Um, I know the clients that I've employed this with are clients I've worked with a long, over a long period of time. I know their personalities. Um, so, yeah, I know their they're the right type of person for this um, Now, nutrition wise so normally what I do is you know we diet we, we try to cut the diet in period in half simply and and I myself I'm I prefer to diet this way I could not be bothered dieting for months and months and months and months you know I would rather take a client in and diet them for 12 weeks for three months instead of six months number one is a coach <laughs> you know your clients absolutely love that but number two you're safe in the money as well you know there's no point stretching the trauma out for six months when you can do it in 12 weeks um, so it does require a certain amount of discipline but you know when the diet's set up correctly and you know prioritizing fiber prioritizing protein what you know we're trying to spare lean body mass here we're trying to spare our lean our muscle tissue so it's really really important that the diet's really high in protein you know, really high in fiber and that we're maximizing nutrient density, maximizing volumes of, you know, what I would call large volume, low calorie foods like vegetables, like salads, you know, like berries, fruits. And also, I believe the fact that you're food is restricted, that, that amount, the amount of food that you can eat is restricted, plus the variety of foods that you're eating is restricted. To me, that all lends itself to the success of this program for a lot of people, because your window of food is narrowed down. Um, and what that does, I find, is that people, they automatically shut the other options off, so they know they can just work with a certain amount of food. And they create and formulate meals around that based on volume and calories. So the restricted choice actually tends to work well for a lot of people. Now, um, people always ask me and clients always say about exercise, you know, should I still be exercising? And, and the answer is yes, you should be exercising. But again, you know, what I don't recommend is that you do really intense cardio. Um, Certainly, we want to protect our lean, our our precious muscle tissue, so it's important that we stimulate that. So definitely do resistance training. And again, um, I would, even for cardio, walking's fine, but your ability to recover from, you know, heavy bouts of cardio on such low calories, it most certainly is compromised. So I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I actually believe that exercise is probably more important for weight management rather than weight loss and I think again my clients really become confused about this because the standard default mode is when you want to lose weight or you, know, you go to the gym or you start running or you start exercising and you employ all these crazy um, kamikaze attempts at doing super stupid amounts of exercise and an attempt to get lean when in fact you know you're putting the cart before the horse. It's about looking at your low-hanging fruit which tends to be the diet. A lot of people are very unaware of the amount of calories that are passing their lips um, and they underestimate the calories that are going past their lips and they grossly overestimate the amount of calories they're burning through exercise. And and, and what they tend to do is combine both, combine aggressive exercise with aggressive dieting and they just can't sustain it. So in this instance, I would always say yes, exercise for health, exercise for body composition and for strength. But when it comes to fat loss, look at your diet first. Look at exercises as a way of maintaining your, your weight loss and your body long term. It should be incorporated into your life course. But when it comes to aggressive dieting, I would definitely recommend strength training, um, and I would de- recommend what I would call sort of lower intensity cardio activities like walking, a bit of swimming, nothing too crazy, where your body's challenged too much because the capacity to repair and recover is limited on the calories that's that's being consumed in an aggressive diet. Um, what is an aggressive diet? What are, what are the calories you're looking at? Again tend never to go lower than a thousand calories when I'm aggressively dieting a client, and again it depends, you know, it depends on who they are, it depends on how, where their starting point is. I I rarely do aggressive dieting with petite sedentary females, just the fact that you just can't go super low. Um, When you have a client who's, you know, five foot who has a desk job, who's maybe in her 50s, whose starting calories are low, lower compared to other females anyway, you know, they're at a disadvantage. But to go through the trauma of having to diet maybe in 500 calories to me is a step too far. Not really practical and not healthy at all. So I tend to, um, if you're petite, uh, if you're sedentary, then I don't think I would be going down this route. Um, Again, you know, we've got to look at the getting some sort of healthy fats into the diet to protect hormones. And it's important that we really, really focus on the quality of food. And what I do find as well as a coach, when I am coaching clients through this and, you know, I do work very, very closely with my clients when they're on an aggressive diet they always report the same thing this is this is usually the standard but the first few days yes they'll be hungry and people really can't understand um, how somebody can diet on such low calories for a prolonged period but here's what we do so the first few days yes um, whenever you're pulling the carbs out of the diet well obviously your calories drop so we're prioritizing protein so naturally your carbohydrates do minimize they do become um, the lesser consumed macronutrient, because we're the, the, the protein, number one, you have the thermic effect of feeding and that just digesting proteins increases calorie burn, but it also creates a satiety and it stabilizes blood sugar levels. So your client becomes fuller for longer. What also happens then is that we increase the volume, and this is where clients report that they probably never ate as as healthier as when they were on an aggressive diet because they're looking for that volume. So they're creating a greater, larger plate of food based around a protein, based around veggies, based around salads, you know, eating a greater variety of lower calorie fruits like berries. Um, And once you're eating protein with sides of veggies and salads and maybe you know, less. know, sometimes clients would, you know, have potatoes um, and have starches with it. But again, it, because they're fibrous, it creates a volume in the gut. It creates uh, a large degree of bulk in the gut, which facilitates fullness as well. Um, and protein and fiber together, you know, in the gut. The fiber swells, creates that volume, it, and also just as an aside to that, it also helps with bile movements. So I find that the bile movements really, you know, people worry that when they go on low calorie diets because the volume of their their, their food is so so minimal, um, bile movements certainly slow up. But if you keep that fiber high, if you create create a nice diversity of plants in your diet, um, a nice choice of plants, great color, then um, that certainly minimizes, number one, hunger. And you feel that you're getting more on your plate. And I think as well that you create and create and formulate a mo- the most amazing meals from very little calories. People get very creative. Um, So, yeah, it actually works out well um, with plenty of water. But yeah, the first three days tends to be tough Um, when and there's a lot the first week would definitely facilitate a large uh, larger and probably the largest amount of weight loss because, again, because we're cutting out the carbs, the, the body leaches water. Um, much more rapidly so the first week's not really true fat loss, there's a certain and a large degree of of water loss, a large degree maybe a tiny bit of muscle loss and lean body mass loss there and again a bit of fat with that. When we move into the you know the second, third, fourth, fifth week then we're really kicking into the fat stores. Now I'd go back to what I'd mentioned earlier there and you know how incredibly traumatic it would be to diet in such low calories for a prolonged period of time. You know, say, again it depends to, you know, how where your starting point is. Clients, we could diet them for 6 weeks, 12 weeks, you know, it depends what their goal are, goals are. Um, but what we do is, I never really would diet anybody for more than 10 days. Um, for more than 10 days at a really restrictive low calorie amount. And again, I always leave it flexible and open with clients when they're looking to do fast weight loss, you know whenever they feel they want to go back to maintenance calories whatever that number might be they have the choice to do that you know but certainly every 10 days to two weeks we would insert a higher calorie day in there um, now again people would call this a refeed day people would call this a cheat day don't like using that word but it is a day where you can incorporate a little bit more of the sort of you know that your favorite um, treat foods into your diet But that reset day or that um, higher calorie day, what that does help to do, is stabilise some of the hormones that could be upset with the lower calorie dieting at a prolonged period, you know, so certain, you know, your thyroid um, hormone, you know, resetting other hormones there as well, which is really, really important. and just offsets any sort of negative implications that may happen if you were to prolong for on really low calories for really long periods of time. Um, Another thing that we employ is after every four weeks, we would take a wee diet and break. So we would, I usually what I do, and again, this is totally dependent on the client. We would incorporate maybe two or three days at back at maintenance, um, even four or five days depending on what the client wants. Just again for a sort of psychological break, um, and again that reset in hormones. Um, because as you, the less calories you take, your metabolic rate does slow down ever so slightly. So that we injection of higher calorie days um, just helps to re and you know up-regulate those hormones again. So yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's a great, it's a great way to do it. And you know what the research does tell us is that this sort of shorter, sharper, faster approach, dieting and and, and restrictive periods, shorter restrictive periods, like seven, 10 days, has a super high success rate long-term. And then giving yourself a day or two off, back to maintenance calories, and then coming in again and dieting for another few weeks, short, sharp, you know, good heart attack at it, and taking a day or two and going back to maintenance calories. You can intersperse this and you can inject this into different parts of the year depending on what your goals are. Um, and again, I think when you're dieting hard and fast for short periods of time, and you can see a little light at the end of the tunnel in terms of, well, if I go hard here for seven days or 10 days, well, I know, and usually what people do would insert their higher calorie days at the weekend when they have maybe an event or they wanna go out for a meal or a social occasion, they would, um, they would insert it into that day and it becomes doable. It becomes doable. And again, knowing at the end of every month there's a couple of days there where we go back into, you know, like a diet and break for them, again it becomes doable. Um, and we just ultimately it just means that we're getting to our um to get near to our target weight quicker. Um, we then adopt a reverse diet and protocol out of this, obviously, to take people back to their maintenance calories, but you know. We've um, have had amazing successes with this, and I have blogged about it, and I've written some email newsletters on it, um, and yeah. a lot of you have reached out to me afterwards. So this is why I wanted to do this podcast, just to go through the way that I work with clients. And again, it's very much based upon evidence-based practice, and there's more and more um, authorities in nutrition, and you know, there's more studies coming through to support this. So, you know. It can only be dangerous if you're very gung-ho about it and you do ridiculously low liquid, calorie liquid diets and you're not eating real food, you know, that, you know, that is crazy. Um, but when you're eating real food, when it's done alongside an accountability partner who is a qualified nutritionist and we're keeping a tight eye on, you know, sleeping, mood, you know, making sure that those key hormones are up regulated at regular intervals to make sure that there's no long-term effects there. Um, yeah, it's, it can be very, very effective. And again, you know, if you, if you think this is something that you would be interested in, definitely reach out to me or another nutritionist to support you do, to do this. Um, but ask yourself the hard questions first and and your nutritionist or your dietitians will be asking the hard questions in terms of you know are you a likely candidate for this because not everybody is in fact most aren't, um, you have to be very very selective so yeah that's, that's another way to diet fast safely um, and at, you know you just get the job done quicker and clients get to save more money in the process as well so um, yeah, reach out, guys, if you know where to get me. Um you can get me at Tarragrimes Fitness on Instagram. Email me at infotaragrimesfitness.com at if you have any questions or you want to talk about my coaching programs and um, my one-to-one online where you can work with me directly every day, full accountability with me as a qualified nutritionist and a personal trainer. You can get both um, both areas of expertise hit within a twelve week program or a six month program, or you can jump in our twenty-eight-day online bootcamp, which is an amazing community of women across the world. We run this every four weeks and it's very much nutrition based, fitness based, mindset, motivation, you know, behavior behavioral strategies and yeah, it's just Anything that we can do to help, anything we can help women with their health, with their weight management, their weight loss goals, their fat loss goals, their fitness goals, we're here. So thank you so much for tuning in and um, I'll see you all soon. Thank you.